Well, let's meet a happy Verity Johnson. Columnist Verity wrote last year about her disgust at the demise of the New Zealand firefighters calendar. She got a lot of feedback, and now the calendar is back. Uh, Well, it's complicated. There is still an official calendar by Fire and Emergency NZ, which is kind of a wholesome version, but an independent group of firefighters are raising money for Movember, and this is the real deal. With the return of the sexy calendar comes the return of Verity Johnson onto our show. Hi, Verity. (laughs) Kia ora, Jesse. Thank you for having me back. Thanks for your time today. And um, I don't know, this might seem like a frivolous issue to some, but for you last year when you raised it, it was quite important because, well, what was the point you were trying to make? Yeah, uh, it's like, it's deeply important. Like, <laughs> I know it sounds a little bit Jackie Collins, you know, like, oh my God, all these naked men. Oh my God, how exciting. Mm. But it's not actually about that. I mean, the reason I talked to you last year was that I felt as though, number one, New Zealand had lost a sensual rite of passage. But number two, like, it kind of was indicative of this sort of wave of sex negativism that was kind of spreading over society where we suddenly decided that anything vaguely sexy was just grubby and we were too wholesome for this now. And I thought that was really sad, to be honest. I actually thought that was really sad that um, we had this kind of culture where there wasn't space to celebrate all the really fun, positive, like exciting things about um, sexuality or desire or even female desire and like the normalization of that. So... Yeah, when the calendar came back off the back of lots of women who got in touch with me and said they felt the same way, when it came back a few days ago when I got the news, I squealed in excitement, immediately <laughs> called my mum, but I felt like we'd have a bit of a triumph for the good stuff yeah. again, you know, for celebrating the good stuff about sex. For sure. I'm, I'm sure that your column and the reaction was, was part of it. Um, just remind us last year, what form did the official firefighters calendar take? So five years ago, the official firefighters calendar um, stopped doing the shirtless um, dudes and they started like being fully clothed and having like really uh, family kind of orientated shoots. So they've been doing that since I think they stopped in 2018. So it's been five years of um, that. So that's the official one. Um, but this the this sort of independent firefighters group, which is the one that's come back and has started up this year, is um, separate to the official one. But these guys have revived the spirit of the um, sexy firefighters calendar. So they are sort of, in the, they are relighting the fire, if you were, pardon the pun there, um, of yeah. the original spirit of intent. Um, can you describe the firefighters calendar in a safe for work way? <laughs> um, hose meltingly hot, does that work? <laughs> and maybe like, sizzling or a pun on sizzling and I kind of said like in my column I kind of felt like an angel had descended from heaven on a cloud of condensed potassium nitrate which is obviously what's in a fire extinguisher so if you can imagine like that the parting of heavens and God's descending that can you tell me the reaction you got last year when you uh, wrote your column decrying the demise of the traditional semi-naked firefighters calendar I had so many like women and, and men and like call me and be like or message me on Instagram and be like I am really 
really upset that we lost this um, because it wasn't just about like hot firefighters. It was also funny. It was this way, the symbol that you could show that like sexuality didn't have to be serious and heavy all the time. It could be fun. It could raise money for charity. But people were really like lamenting that absence of humor and sex coming together in society. And they basically, I got a huge wave of people saying, I feel exactly the same. I want it back. I want to be able to laugh about um, desire again. It feels like we've forgotten how to have fun yeah. with this stuff. Did you get much yeah. feedback from people saying, hey, no, you've got it wrong. Actually, this is really demeaning and we're sexualizing um, first responders. You get any of that sort of stuff? No. Like, honestly, <laughs> not one single person told me that. I mean, that maybe some people do think that, but I also feel as though we're smart enough to know that wasn't actually why we did the calendar. It wasn't actually about like objectifying and demeaning firefighters. It was actually about celebrating and like having a giant wink to the camera, kind of like cheeky inside joke about how awesome they are. Yeah. And like none of the guys that I've ever spoken to who have done it have ever been like, I felt demeaned. They've always been like, I felt like Beyonce. I felt like a rock star. Yeah. So, yeah, overwhelmingly positive. Um, look, I'm, I'm just going to ask you this question because mm. someone's going to text it through. Would it be the same if it was a sexy nurse's calendar? Well, I think, like, as long as they were behind it and they wanted to do it, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, there's a, there was a female sexy female firefighter's calendar as well. And, yeah. like, I get it, you know, if I looked that good, I would do it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that it's always about, like, the spirit of the intent behind it. And if the spirit of the intent behind it is celebratory as opposed to derogatory, then I think there's a fantastic space for that to really, like, have fun with this thing again. You are presumably pleased with some of the progress we've made around the Me Too movement and some of the growing recognition of mm. when it's not okay to sexualize people, mm. um, all, all that stuff you're in favor of. Do you think that we've lost some of the good and positive stuff in our attempts to do the right thing around sexual and cultural politics? Mm. I think what happened after the Me Too movement is that Obviously, the movement movement was actually about getting rid of the abuse of power and sex. Normally, in a work-based scenario, the movement was actually about getting rid of the bad stuff, the corruption of that. But I think one of the weird kind of societal reactions to that is that everyone started getting scared of sex in general, and nobody wanted to say anything at all about sexuality because they suddenly were worried that they'd say the wrong thing. So... I think it was a bit of a distortion of what Me Too was about. People say that to me, that Me Too was about stopping all discussion of sex. And I was like, no, no, it wasn't. It was about targeting really specific abuses of sexual power normally in a work-based context. It wasn't about all of us stopping talking about sex. That's not what it's about. And I think that kind of got a bit distorted and some people will now say that, you know, it's not appropriate to talk about any of the stuff, including the good stuff, because they're kind of worried that, like, I don't know, it's not like, like that it's gross now to do that. Whereas, no, Me Too was never about that. It was about getting rid of the bad stuff, not the good stuff. Can you understand how a corporate body and one with um, uh, maybe one that had gone through or was trying to create a bit of a culture change, one where there had been some allegations of sexual impropriety, might just want to stay well away from a calendar in which their employees are sexualised, even with the consent of those particular employees involved? Yeah, I mean, I understand. 
understand that from a corporate point of view. I do get that. I understand why corporates have that kind of fear and the concern about optics and stuff. But it was weird to me that they made this decision not really like thinking about how most of the people who buy this calendar would feel about it. Because I think that they worried we were judging them. And actually, everyone who was buying it was really celebratory about it. So I found the corporate response of like, oh, well, no, people, people don't want this anymore, kind of detached from the truth. And, but I understand that there is a lot of fear and hesitation and, you know, corporates care about how they look. So I do get it. Um, I just, I just thought that, like, I mean, you can't, yeah. I mean, I thought that maybe the reaction from the women would have been more indicative of how it was being perceived. And, but I understood why they were worried about it. Yeah. It's sort of ironic that we, uh, and I think you've made this point in your column, that we would worry about the rights and wrongs of a topless calendar when there's so much really genuinely harmful and negative sexual content right. available uh, to right. anyone with an internet connection. Yeah, and the greatest irony is that none of this really changed all the negative stuff online. The only thing that's really happened is that we've stopped celebrating the public stuff in the mainstream. And for me, that just kind of doesn't make sense because what you want is not to stop celebrating the good stuff, but is to celebrate good stuff more as this kind of counterweight to the overwhelming negative, negative stuff that is online. So what you kind of want to do is counteract how bad it can be online, not stop talking about it in real life all the way. You know what I mean? Are you taking credit for the return of this <laughs> Naked Firefighters calendar? Uh, look, look, I did ask Bevan, who's the person whose hard work really should be acknowledged here, not me. Like, I didn't, you know, <laughs> I, I didn't shoot this myself. Um, I didn't really do it. anything to do with it. But I did ask him, like, you know, did you read what I wrote? And he did say that it was uh, uh, inspiring and that he, um, it was a nice little uh, inspirational kind of like pat on the back and some courage to be like, yes, women do yeah. want this. Yeah. So well, well, can I say, Verity, that there are plenty of people who want somebody else to take the temperature before they act on something. And I think you probably did the brave thing, which was to put yourself out there and take a firm view. And you were rewarded, it sounds like, by a whole lot of people who said thank you for saying what I believe but maybe didn't quite have the courage to do. Yeah. It's a I compliment mean, for you. That's nice. Thank you. That's very, that's very touching. How thank many you. calendars are you buying? <laughs> I reckon 12. I think like one every day. Of Christmas, you know? Good stuff. <laughs> 